a lot of the things are far out in terms of time where if it doesn't have to get done for six months, why would you do it ahead of schedule? If there's no perceived upside or perceived downside of waiting, why would you why wouldn't you just wait? You have to realize that proactivity kind of can't happen in a way without specific goals. Honestly, I wondered if we didn't have any goals, like none, imagine you got rid of all of our goals. Like, why would we even be recording right now if you think about it? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our <laughs> our latest episode. Whew, almost got me there. It was episode number 1,220, Is Self-Love Really What You Think It Is? Today, for episode number 1,221, one big reason you're procrastinating. So if you're only listening to us, Alan took a big gulp of his drink before I started the intro, then he started laughing. He turned as red as a tomato, and I was laughing because I was afraid he was going to spit out his drink all over everything. So That has happened before. Just a little behind the scenes recap. Okay, one big reason you're procrastinating. So the reason I wanted to do this episode, Alan, is because we just got a new NLPS client, Next Level Podcast Solutions client, who was actually on Oprah, which I did not know until she told me that the other day, which is pretty cool. And she said, I want to drop on my birthday. I want to launch my show on my birthday, March 15th. And I was like, oh, that's so much time. That's like so long from now. And immediately... That launch in my mind got pushed back. It's like, ah, it's not that important because it's not happening right away. So that's why I wanted to do this episode because you might think of that as procrastinating when I don't know if that is actually what it is. But I wanted to ask you because you work with more humans than I do in terms of this. I'm sure you talk about this more than I do. Why do you think humans procrastinate? Why are you laughing? The reason I'm laughing is because I'm still trying to figure out these wires over here. I apologize to all the listeners genuinely for wasting your time on this. Okay, I'm figuring it out. We're all good. The procrastination is something that I think people struggle with every single day. Why would you say? Well, let's break down what it is. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, do it. Let's, do it. let's do it. Kevin and I are in a giggly mood. Real talk, though. All right. Procrastination, I think, comes up. When there's an overwhelm of too much uncertainty to take a given action. And I, I talk about this all the time with my clients because you are not alone. First of all, if you struggle with procrastination, you are not alone. Every single human being struggles with procrastination. Most likely where they procrastinate is where they have the lowest habit. So for example, if you are someone who exercises every day, it's not that difficult for you to exercise every day. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Objects at rest tend to stay at rest. It's kind of like trying to create a new habit. I'll give you an example. Projects around the house have never been a strong suit for me. So whenever something breaks or something needs work, like for example, our garbage disposal wasn't working, 
I procrastinated on that to the point where like there was food building up in this thing, <laughs> right? But yet when it comes to recording a podcast episode, it's something we've done 1,221 times. So it's not nearly as much uncertainty. I have no idea how to fix a garbage disposal. I've never fixed a garbage disposal in my entire life. I'm going to have to go to YouTube. I'm going to have to type in, um, how do I know which video to do? I don't know what channel is the best, X, Y, Z. So all procrastination is, in my opinion, is a mountain of uncertainty that you need to break down into smaller steps. And you also have to realize that the uncertainty is entirely predicated on how many times you've done it before. Do you think, where does necessity come into it? Because that was kind of the the frame that I was going to come with is, I don't, I don't necessarily, so some, some people might say you and I procrastinate a lot when it comes to things in terms of we have a live event in three months that we don't even really know. Like there's a lot of stuff we haven't planned yet, but the necessity isn't super high to plan it because it doesn't really matter right now. So yeah, are we procrastinating that? Yes, because there are things that require to, they require us to finish them sooner. The necessity is higher with other things. I think that's why a lot of people struggle is because they don't create enough necessity. So even for me, yesterday, well, when we're recording this on Monday, yesterday was Sunday and Taryn and I had our chores and I was going to clean the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, I'll get up and do it. I didn't get up and do it. And I kept thinking to myself, when am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? This is what happened. I wanted to order food because we were going to get, no, we weren't going to get pizza. I don't, I was going to do something. I was going to watch something. And I said, I don't want to have to do it after I watch something because I want to be able to relax when I'm watching it. The necessity for me to do it was based on the fact that I would be uncomfortable and I would be thinking about it the whole time. So I think the necessity was high enough. So what, where does that go into procrastination from your perspective? So what necessity is essentially is increasing the, the discomfort of not doing it sooner. So for example, I like to think of necessity as a haircut, super simple. So as your hair gets longer and longer and longer, which it is underneath that hat, mm-hmm. you the necessity to get a haircut gets bigger and bigger and bigger because it gets more and more and more uncomfortable. So I'll give another tiny example of this with necessity. I was growing like a weird looking beard for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. I, Emilia and I went for a hike yesterday. It was Sunday. And she's like, oh, you're growing out your facial hair. And it was just like this weird <laughs> jumbled mess of like semi... I feel you there, brother. Semi-facial hair, semi-peach fuzz thing going on. I feel so much better now. I shaved this morning. And <laughs> sorry for being late, Kev. I was shaving my face. Uh, but seriously, so it was bothering me so much that the necessity was increasing with every little bit that the hair grew. Because it just got worse and worse and worse and I would look at it and it was... So I think that necessity is essentially increasing the discomfort of not taking action. Mm. So when you set a deadline and you publicly announce it to your friends and family, and I'll use this example, I've done it before, but it's really important. Two people want to run every day. One person sets a date for a half marathon three months from today and tells their friends and family please be there to support me. Would, would you be willing to come and support me? And they, the whole family says, yes, we'll be there. Don't worry. We're going to take photos of you at the finish line. It's going to be great. Okay. There's a lot of necessity now to train versus one day I'm going to do a marathon. I want to run every day to train for a marathon and maybe in two to three years, I'll do a half marathon. One person has so much necessity because the discomfort of letting their friends and family down, 
the discomfort of showing up and being embarrassed when they can't do it because they didn't train, the necessity is very high. So a lot of times why people procrastinate, to your point, Kev, is they they aren't willing to put skin in the game. They aren't willing to risk embarrassment and risk failure. One of the reasons Kevin and I never, ever, ever miss an episode is simply because we told our community we would never, ever, ever miss an episode. We told our friends that. We told each other that. We told our family that. We told our girlfriends that. In your case, your wife that. We're never going to miss. Because the discomfort of the idea even of missing is so high because we don't want to be a hypocrite. We don't want to be inauthentic. We don't want to have told our community we'll never miss and then miss. It's become a part of our identity. And so necessity, really all it is, brother, is the discomfort of not taking action is now bigger than the discomfort of actually taking action. And that's honestly one thing I want to share with everyone. I've studied behavioral science. I've studied evolution. I've studied psychology. I've studied neuroscience. I've studied everything about the human condition, peak performance, productivity, you name it. I adore this stuff. And I just surpassed my 3700th coaching call. 3,700 hours with individuals, helping them not procrastinate as much. Everyone procrastinates. Some people do less than others. And this is a truth. This is a truism that I'm certain is true. The discomfort inside of you of not taking action must be greater than the uncertainty of taking the action. Mm. And you you have to kind of create that circumstance where that's the case. If none of us were, if none of us had water over the last two days, I guarantee you we would go to some lake and we'd find a lake. We wouldn't procrastinate that because we the necessity is so high. We're so thirsty. And if you think that you're gonna write your book that's gonna publish in ten years, it's not real. You kind of have to make it so it's crunch time. Otherwise, you're not gonna do it. Um, and that can be public accountability. That can be hire a coach. That can be tell your friends and family about the half marathon you're going to do. That can be the wedding coming up. That's a big one. Everyone works out before their wedding. I wish I could see the stats on this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when you have a wedding in three months, you're in the gym. Why? It's not because you're inherently more motivated. It's because you don't want to look bad at your wedding. And that's that's a you're not alone in that. That's a thing. There's no exception to that rule. And I, I hope I can give that to our listeners because... We want to believe that we can do it without necessity and without accountability. And it's just not, it's not real. It's not real. Hey guys, my name is Gabby. And I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience of Next Level Live in 2022. Um, I've been to a lot of live events before and there's nothing quite like this group of people in this community that these guys have cultivated. The intimate feeling that you get in the group. Yes, there's a lot of people, but there's not so many people that it's overwhelming. I actually attended this event completely by myself last year, but I also felt right at home when I got into the room. If you've been following these guys on the podcast and you do their monthly meetups and things like that, I have to say there is nothing quite like actually getting in the room and being surrounded by the energy that these guys bring to the table. So if you are on the fence about attending Next Level Live 2023, I highly encourage you to do so. You are going to get so much out of the experience and you are going to be so, so grateful that you did. And I don't think people, and again, I don't know, I don't, I haven't studied this, but I would intuitively, it's kind of one of those things that makes sense. I doubt people procrastinate pleasure. If you think of, yeah, think of like Taylor, I know this was a big thing in the news recently where Taylor Swift just sold out all of her tours so much. In fact, where I think Ticketmaster like crashed, there's no, nobody is waiting on that. Nobody's procrastinating. 
Because you know, again, the discomfort of realizing if I don't get tickets right away, there's not going to be any left. That is the opposite of procrastination. That is actually planning for something. So I'm, I'm glad we touched on that. And I think that was really my goal is if you have something that's due eight months from today, you're most likely going to procrastinate unless you can try to create some sort of agreement with yourself. Okay, this would be a great thing. <clears throat> I'm going, say I'm going on vacation in three months, right? So, so just say, just say for this case, August. August 1st, I'm going on vacation. I have a paper due August 10th. If I want to enjoy my vacation, I should probably make sure my paper is done before I leave. That's a good amount of necessity versus waiting to the last minute to do it because you realize you're going to want to be on the beach or, you know, have a margarita or whatever it may be. That, that, and I'm always thinking of that, Alan, where I'm literally, and again, you know, I don't have it all together. We're all figuring it out as we go. This week, I took two days to myself, kind of, I still have things to do, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do our taxes. So we got to do 2021 taxes and 2022 taxes. The reason, the reason I've been procrastinating 2021 taxes is because it's such a pain in the butt to go back and figure all this out. The reason I'm proactively doing 2022 taxes is because I don't want to have to deal with what I dealt with last year. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like I'm using this opportunity that I've had of pain to create some sort of lessened amount of pain moving forward. When the pain is great enough, you will make a change. That's that's kind of the lesson here. The problem is, is we all have different pain tolerances, you know, and we all know when do you go get the haircut? As soon as it's intolerable. <laughs> as soon as it's intolerable is when you get a haircut. You have to get leverage on yourself. This is a thing. You know, for me, I've been struggling to write my book. And until I get a publisher and an actual date where that manuscript has a deadline, it's going to be very hard for me to complete a real book. That's actually why I'm doing blogs, because it's helping me actually get some wins along the way instead of some delayed three-year endeavor of a manuscript. Mm-hmm. And it's also feedback on the blogs as well. And it's helping my clients now. So I'm, I'm, you kind of have to have this concoction of enough immediate gratification, enough public accountability, enough necessity, and enough certainty. So for example, if you are procrastinating, there's a couple things you can do. Go get more certainty. You can make the domino smaller. That's another thing. So instead of, maybe instead of, fix the whole garbage disposal for me. It was just watch one video about garbage disposals. Just one five minute video, right? See how much easier it is to to do that? And then I'm one step closer to fixing that thing. What's interesting is, and this is a problem, but also an interesting thing, Emilia ended up doing it. So a lot of times when we procrastinate, the problem goes away. So that there's also some uses to procrastination. Now here's the other piece. We'll go. We actually have a couple minutes. But this is one of the things that's really difficult when you're trying to be holistic like our listeners. Holistic, by the way, means health, wealth, and love. That's what this podcast is about, holistic self-improvement. Here's the issue. Everything's a trade-off. So Kevin and I, for example, we are caught up to Wednesday. So technically speaking, we could have waited a day to record this episode. And I have clients that are waiting on responses from me How do we determine that recording this episode is more important than me responding to my clients? And I think this is where people get in trouble. This is where people have a hard time. It's very difficult to know which one is more important, especially if one of the clients is really burning down. 
And so you kind of have to do this, this analysis in your head of what is the most important use of my time and my effort. And you kind of have to have hierarchical thinking so that you understand that if something goes wrong with Emilia or Tucker or Tariel, uh, my, my dog and cat, my family, that needs to be the priority. Assuming they're good, then the podcast is next. Assuming the podcast is good and we're ahead of schedule, my team is next. Assuming Emilia, the podcast, and the team is good, then my clients are next. And so you kind of have to know that in advance. Otherwise, you're going to lose your mind when you start really growing and scaling whatever it is you do in the world. Yeah, I would say for most of us, I think just creating deadlines would be super helpful. Definitely. Because a lot of the things are far out where far out, far out, dude. A lot of the things are far out in terms of time where if it doesn't have to get done for six months, why would you do it ahead of schedule? If there's no perceived upside or perceived downside of waiting, why would you why wouldn't you just wait? Yeah. There would always right? be something more important. Quote yeah. Unquote. Yeah. Taryn asked me today, she said, Hey, can you talk to the your your CPA and figure out what how do we file now that we're married? And it's like if she asked me that two months ago, I probably would have said, Yeah, I'll I'll do it in two months. When I actually yeah. Right. There's no, I can't do anything with it right now because I haven't even filed the taxes. So it doesn't matter. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's an awareness for us to have, but, but that's a whole nother thing is how many things must I do in order to get this thing actually done? Well, that we can't go down this rabbit hole. Maybe we do another episode at some point about this. This is why proactivity is so hard. Mm. This is why goals are so important. Goals create necessity. If Kevin and I, and we have a goal to double our revenue in 2023 from 2022, if, if we didn't have that goal, we don't really have to do a whole lot of the stuff we're doing. Mm. But if we actually want to achieve that, which we've told the whole team about it, right? I don't want to demoralize the team by keep missing the mark. Like I, I, we have a lot of necessity here. We need to show up every day. We need to be better. And that's because we have set goals that with people that we hold ourselves accountable to and when you have these goals that you really say publicly, I've always felt this way. When you say your goals publicly, you're going to that you're going to get leverage on yourself. And yeah, you might fail, but you're going to get way farther because I'm telling you, when you tell everyone that you're going to work out every day for a year, I'm telling you when it's 9:30 at night and you don't want to work out, you're going to do it. Especially because you have integrity and you never want to lie. And so you, you have to leverage that integrity. You have to leverage that accountability. And you have to realize that proactivity kind of can't happen in a way without specific goals. Honestly, I wondered if we didn't have any goals, like none, imagine you got rid of all of our goals. Like why would we even be recording right now? If you think about it, I mean, obviously we would still want to talk and hang out and have fun, but a lot of what we do that's really difficult or challenging that creates growth, the only reason we do it is to make sure that we're achieving our goals of impacting more people. And, you know, a lot of what we do is stuff that we would probably avoid if we didn't put ourselves up against the wall, For you sure. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, we did an episode on this a while ago and like, it might've been, I don't know, a year ago at this point, but it was something along the lines of, not only do you have to remember your goals in the long run, but you have to remember them like moment to moment, day to day. It's like, yeah, we, we want to have a successful podcast. Like, okay, cool. That is, that's a long goal, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 year goal. But then it's like, okay, how do you do that every day? 
how does that how does that leak into your everyday action, your everyday identity, all of that? So I guess that's kind of part of it as well. That's why 75 hard is so popular, I think, because yeah. it brings the accountability to the day to day. And that's why we have a peak performance tracker and we have something called Next Level Nine. If anyone's interested, please reach out. Strong work. Thanks, brother. You too. Work. It was a good one. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad we did this one. I, again, I'm always thinking of what am I going through? What are, what are my clients going through? What's the team going through? What are my friends going through? And how can we take that story and then bring value to you? That's, I think that's the best. I think if, you, if I'm going through it, most likely somebody else is or somebody else has or somebody else will. And it's kind of like that with everybody. I think we all have unique experiences, but we do share a lot of the same styles of experiences. Same challenges, definitely. It's good to know you've been procrastinating so much, brother. Some things, definitely. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, no, some things. You know me. My to -do, I mean, what's a to-do list? A to-do yeah. list is a long list of things that I know I should do, but I don't have necessity to do yet. <laughs> really? I mean, that's really, that's really what it is. Yeah, what's the most urgent thing on this list? Right. What's on fire? Um, versus what's the most valuable use of it, you know? That is correct. So. Next level nation. I have heard from many, many people in our community, and one of the biggest struggles people have is meeting awesome people like themselves, meeting like-minded people. Again, we have a live event April 1st, 2023 in Worcester, Massachusetts. It is a great opportunity for you to get outside of your comfort zone. And again, there is just something about live events that changes you. I don't know what it is, but I think it gets to the identity level of I am the type of person who does stuff like this. Tickets are 97 bucks. Link is in the show notes. Please join us. If you are struggling in your intimate relationship, I am certain that you are not alone. There is not an intimate relationship that I know of that doesn't have some challenges when it comes to building trust, safety, and communicating effectively in your relationship. I, I like to think of it as Jenga. Every time you get in an argument or you say something unkind or it's, it gets heated, you're taking a block off the Jenga tower and you don't want that tower to fall over completely. We have a monthly meetup. It's our 14th one, building trust, safety, and communicating effectively in your relationship. It is February 2nd, 2023. It starts at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Book at the link in our show notes, you'll be able to add it to your calendar. And again, this is going to help you really communicate effectively in your relationship and make sure you're on the same team with your partner. And more importantly, you'll be able to achieve goals together, hold each other accountable. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there struggling in their intimate relationships. This is what I do all the time over at my other business, the We Conscious Couples Podcast. So I'm looking forward to bringing that to the NLU community as well. And it is two weeks out from Valentine's Day. So what a no better topic for us to discuss during Valentine's Day month. I didn't know that. That's good. I didn't until you just said it. And I was like, oh, maybe that's why we went the relationship route. Great timing. Great timing. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,222. We're going to go toe to toe with the one and only Joe Rogan. The title is, is showing up really 90% of success. That was a kind of a viral meme that was going around. So I'm excited to do that episode. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And we will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.